Hey everyone, welcome back to the Trough for the Sheep Are Fed. Today's episode is going to be about integrity, and it's going to be focused on someone named Joseph. Um, lately, I've been doing a devotional. Uh, it's a 40-day devotional, and it, it recently there was a, it was about integrity, and it hit me very, very hard. Um, it really made me sit back and. I spent a lot of time in prayer on it, um, focusing on it. I even took a day or two off of the devotional to really let it sink in and really let me examine my life um, and where I needed to be more consistent, be more loyally devoted to God. Um, to give you a little bit of backstory first, I'm going to give you, I'm going to talk about Joseph and who he is. So Joseph, you can find this in chapters. Uh, if you have your Bible with you, or if you're using, you use your phone, whatever you use, um, I'm going to be speaking out of Genesis 37, 39, um, 40, and 41. Uh, so Joseph is the second youngest son of the 12 sons of Israel, or uh, better known, Jacob, the 12 tribes of Jacob. Um, that's where this all comes from. So he was very favored. In not only in Jacob's eyes but God's eyes, um, he was a he was considered a dreamer. He was the he was a king dreamer more or less. Like, and his brothers looked at him, looked looked down on him because he was so young, and he he kind of um kind of it kind of was like stabbing them that he was so wise and claimed to be so wise for being so young compared to the others. And you know how that that if you have siblings, you understand. The rivalry that goes on there, and when when your younger sibling comes to you and tells you like, tries to like show you up in, in his knowledge and his wisdom or her knowledge and wisdom, it kind of like sets a bad t bad tone, and we don't always respond properly, and that's that is very much so about what today's message is going to be about. Um, first, I want to start. Let's. Uh, I just want to pray real quick. And say, Father God, we thank you for gathering us here together. I pray you open our ears to hear you speak and our minds to discern properly, to grow in knowledge and wisdom. Let's t let today's word be a seed sown in good soil so that it, it may help us grow and bear good fruit. Um, and we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, so we're going to dive in now. Uh, first, I'm going to tell you, uh, integrity Integrity is a constant and a consistent loyally, uh, loyal devotion to a code. And our code is believers in Christ, is Jesus-focused and Bible-centered. So as believers, Jesus gave us the commandments to, to love our God and to love one another. And that's, that's part of the code would be to be Jesus-focused. So it's all, let everything we do magnify Christ. Let Christ be magnified in us. Um, so that is a, that's the first part of it. And then to be Bible-centered, you know, to be Bible-centered, you, you have to blow the dust off of some of us. And this is going to be a little convicting. you got to blow the dust off your Bibles to have a good, firm foundation. If you're not in the Word, I strongly encourage it. Um, take, take even just a chapter a day. Go out of, like, the Gospels of, of, of John for the women listening, um, Luke is a lot about women ministry. Uh, if you have questions about that, feel free to, to message me on any of my social social platforms or text me if you know me. 
Um, but that is a very, I can help you really, really examine that deeper. Um, the Gospels are a great place to start. Psalms are a great place to start. Uh, if you're looking for more of a historical, the first five books, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy, are all very historical books. Um, if you, like I say, if you need a help getting a plan together, feel free to message me on, you, on any of my platforms, and uh, I will definitely help you get started and get going in something. But uh, so our code, so our constant and consistent loyal devotion to a code is the code is we have to have constant loyal devotion to to Jesus. So we are loyally devoted to Him day in day out. We are surrendering everything to Him. We are laying our life down and lifting Him up. Um, and it, it's very we're loyally devoted to our Bibles. We're loyally devoted to the Word of God. Um, and that is going to be magnified in us. It's going to be written on our hearts. It's going to be our life centered around that. Um, Joseph was a was very much so. He very much so magnified the word of word of God in his life. Um, so, and I, I just want to take it, flip it back to our lives real quick, and. When it comes to showing integrity, um, our integrity to to that is that is Jesus focused and Bible centered, um, that includes all areas of our lives. So that includes our work, uh, our friendships, relationships, family ships, if you will. It's in all areas of our life. So on on social media, and and something that I I really realized and recognized in my own life too is. Are we still being choosing integrity even when no one is watching? Are we still choosing to be Bible-centered, Jesus-focused when the lights go out? Um, it, it came to me, it was about a week ago, two weeks ago maybe, I was driving home late at night and there was a stop sign at the end of the, the road and it's... Uh, it's a stop sign that you know you blow through kind of because you know there's no no cops sitting around it, and you you I make the I kind of like roll stop at like 15 miles an hour no one no one's there and I kind of just turn right at it, and it really it I was going down and I really looked back on that moment I'm like man like that wasn't very, um, in, they're very showing integrity in that moment that even though no one was watching, that. I didn't stay devoted. I didn't stay um, obeying the laws, and uh, and I got away with it. But at the same time, now I looked at that and I was like, "So where in our life, because no one is watching, because nobody sees it, are we are we slipping away? Where are we where are we walking away and saying, ah, it's not a big deal here. It's not a big deal now. I can tell you that if you're not practicing when no one's watching, you're not going to be very good at it when everybody's watching." And above all else, God is always watching. So now I'm going to get back into Joseph. Uh, he was he was 17 years old, and Israel he loved Joseph more than any of his other sons, and he ended up making him a robe of many colors. And in Hebrew, it's kind of denoted that robe of many colors is a, it could have been um, like King David's. Um, it was a. It was, the design is not exactly known, 
of it. It could be many colored or it's a, a robe with very long sleeves. So it's kind of like a royal coat, if you will. Like picture like your, your typical cartoon kind of king. They got them long, long, beautiful robes. Um, so it's a nice, very nice robe that his father gifted him. And uh, it says here in 37.4, Genesis 37.4, that, but when his brothers saw that their father loved him more than all of his brothers, they hated him and could not speak peacefully to him. So they were bitter. They were angry. They had hate because his their younger brother that, that they believed that they were superior to and he was inferior to them um, was receiving more love, was receiving a beautiful gift from, the, the, from their father where they wanted that kind of inheritance. So now, like I said before, um, he was very, Joseph, Joseph was a dreamer, and they even mock him for being a dreamer. Um, and he had, a, he had dreams, and in the first one, um, it was about sheaves, and uh, I'll read it to you. He, we were binding sheaves in the field, and behold, my sheaf arose and stood upright, and behold, your sheaves gathered around it and bound down. So was, he was trying to say to his brothers that, yo, look, I am going to be above you guys. I am going to have a higher authority above you all. And his brothers hated him even more for his dreams and for, his, for the things he said. And then he had another one where even the sun, the moon, and the stars bowed down to him. And his father even rebuked him. But in this, his father not only rebuked him, but he took his word and kind of held on to it and was like, you know what? I don't like that. I rebuke it. But at the same time, he's he's holding on to it because he doesn't know for sure. He might be onto something here in a way. And uh, um, his father and his brothers became became jealous at this point. So upon his father sending him out to to join his his brothers, his brothers were all together and they were conspiring against him. They wanted to kill him because. Um, this dreamer boy, this dreamer who has all these mighty dreams that made them seem less of, less than who they believed that they were. And um, so they ended up stripping him of his robe. They took his robe off of him. They pretty much shoved him in this hole and kind of left him there to die. And, uh, but later on, they, they ended up selling him to these Midianite traders that were passing by, and they sold them for 20 shekels of silver, which is 10 less than what uh, G Judas betrayed G uh, Jesus for. And they ended up, Joseph ended up being put into, taken to Egypt. So now we know that, he, so, so this whole time that Joseph really has been just, he's kind of put himself up on a pedestal, but he's receiving this word from God and he's staying true to God. But at the same time, that he's saying these things, he's not showing any, any like superior action to his brothers, where his brothers have turned straight to hate. So because Joseph was so loyally devoted to God, it says in 39, uh, 2, the Lord was with Joseph and he became a successful man and he was in the house of the Egyptian master. His master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord caused all that he did to succeed in his hands. So, Joseph's received favor. I'm not, this is not a prosperity. I'm not saying that just because um, you follow, or just because, you know, people can see that 
the Lord is in us, that the Lord that we're we abide in the Lord and He in us, that we're gonna be all these mighty successful people becoming kings and having all kinds of authority, power. That's not a prosperity I'm trying to say. It's just it's just um in relation to to the story here. So Joseph found favor. Um and he was he was a handsome man in form and appearance it mentions. So that, that plays into the next part of so the the so after time his his master's wife um tried to get it to him to to lay with her. You know, he's this handsome man, not only in the face but also in his body. He's very, very built man. Um and he just would not listen. He did not want to do it. And she ended up getting a piece of his garment and um lied and got him imprisoned. And uh and this and this made even more people angry at him. Um, so he, while he was in prison, he actually was he 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 found favor from the keep, and Joseph was put in charge of the prisoners in prison. So even while his master had had been angry at him, his brothers had had left him to die and then sold him into slavery. His master had been angry at him and put him into prison he still found favor and still he was put over he was he was in charge of all the prisoners so joseph um interprets two prisoners uh dreams and one was one was restored to his job title kind of thing with pharaoh and the other one was killed by pharaoh um and two years later pharaoh had a dream and pharaoh searched through all the land for someone to interpret it but he couldn't find anybody and Joseph was the one that they called him. They they, the one that Joseph interpreted the dream for that was restored to his his job title, ended up remembering at this point after forgetting to mention it prior when he was um, put back into duty, he remembered at this point that Joseph what he did for him. So then Joseph was now used uh, for Pharaoh to interpret his dream, and because he interpreted the dream, Pharaoh saw that that God was with him. And he restored him into power. And actually, he made him uh, overseer of, of all the land. He was in charge of all the Egypt. And everyone would come to him in the years coming because there was a famine coming uh, that he that interpreted. Was just, I just want to give a little background because I know some of us may have read it. Some of us may have not. So I just want to give a quick background to it all. Um, so now, Joseph... In this all, he was not able to control or choose what was happening. He was stripped by his brothers, the people that are supposed to care for him, family, blood, stripped him of his coat, his beautiful robe, and then threw him into a hole because they couldn't kill him because they didn't, they didn't want to do that much to him. They didn't, they didn't want to have to deal with that. They decided to just sell him into slavery instead and let it be on someone else's hands. He couldn't choose to, to stop that. He was he was ganged on by all of his all of his brothers. Um, but he didn't respond with anger. He chose how to respond. So now there's two points here I want to I want to going to continue to use, and it's you cannot choose what is happening, but you can choose how to respond. For every choice. There is a consequence, and the consequence of the choice can change circumstances for the current situation we have here. 
So he was not able to choose that he was sold into slavery, but he was able to respond by not growing in anger. He may have been angry on the inside, but he did not vocalize it whatsoever. He did not, he did not vocalize and and retaliate um, against his brothers. So then he's he's with, he's in an Egypt and he, his he's found success. But then he is doing his best to follow the statutes of God to to be loyally devoted to God alone. And he ends up getting thrown in prison while doing that. So then even while he's in prison, he is in the worst circumstance possible at this point. Uh, he is he's in prison. He, he has no hope at this point. He's just he's stuck there. And he's still put at the top of all the other prisoners. So he cannot choose again. He cannot choose that he is in prison now. His circumstance is he is in prison. But he chose the, how to respond to it. He didn't choose to be to be bitter and and angry at his at his circumstance. You know, God was with him the entire time. And it tells you in here that even when he's in prison, it says that things uh, the the keeper of the prison paid no attention to anything that was in Joseph's charge because the Lord was with him. And whatever he did, the Lord made it succeed. God has been with him the entire time through. And a lot of us are put into to circumstances and situations where we are wondering why God allows us there. But there's a lesson in everything, and we just have to search it. We have to we have to look to God. We have to seek Him and figure it out, and and, and let Him let Him reveal it to us. Um. So so Joseph in prison is now he's he's in a situation he clearly nobody wants to be in prison. But he's still choosing God. He's still choosing the the Bible-centered, Jesus-focused life. He's still choosing to be kind. He's still choosing to be to be nice and loving to others while he's there. He he interprets interprets dreams and he even tells the people that he interprets them from, "When you go to Pharaoh, please remember me." And they don't remember him. And he's still in the meantime. He was in prison for two more years after that. And he still chose to, he, he still chose integrity. He still chose to be constantly loyal and devoted to God. Joseph chose not to, to choose the life of a victim. Um, instead, he chose the attitude of living in victory over living, in, living as a victim. So when we're put into bad in bad situations, just know we're already living in victory. We have the victory in Christ, and we don't need to live as a victim because even though things don't look good now, even though you're like in the middle of a sea, it's raging, the storm waters are coming. You can still look to Christ, knowing that you have the victory, and that you can see you 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 when you look above, when you seek God, when you seek Jesus. He's going to show you the land in the distance. He's not going to make you feel like you're lost at sea with no hope at all. He is our hope. And everything he did, Joseph continued to choose to give glory to God. Um, and it, even, it took years, even, if you look at, look at it. Because he was 17 years old when he was taken into Egypt. Um but when it came time to to interpret the dream for 
for Pharaoh, he was 30 years old. 13 years had passed in that time. And all 13 of those years, it took it, it, God had prepared Joseph and his integrity um, so that when it was time for Pharaoh, Pharaoh was amazed. His enemies were astonished at his integrity. And God is preparing you. He's preparing me. He's preparing everyone that is, that is seeking him in, this, in, this, in their seasons here to, to amaze even the people that persecute us, amaze even the people that, that mock us and laugh at us, the ones that are against us, are going to be astonished at where God places you when he, he finally puts you in the place of where your calling is. People are going to be astonished at choosing integrity when, when all things seem bad at work. And you're just having a rough day, or you're having a rough week, a rough month, whatever it may be, and you're just getting, it seems like you're getting hit left and right. And every day you still choose to wake up and still be thankful and praise God and be content in your situation and you give glory to God. People are going to see that. Even the people that are dragged down at work in the same situation as you, they're going to see that you still choose integrity, you still choose your devotion to the Lord above all other things. And integrity is a choice. We have every day in every situation, we have the choice to choose to be in, to, to be loyally devoted to, to Jesus, to, to, to God, or we have the choice to go against what his word calls us to do. And the more we choose to be to be integrous, the more we choose that the, the devotion there and, and choose to to walk in the light over the dark the more of a pattern it's going to be. It's going to eventually be so effortless that you're not even going to need to always really sit there and have to hold back. You're going to be able to respond with such loving kindness, gentleness, that, that it's going to become more of a quality. People are going to consider it a quality of who you are as a person the more you choose that type of reaction to, uh, to, the, to the situation you, you're put in. And all things give glory to God. Um, and Joseph even did that when he went before Pharaoh. Uh, it, it, when, when Joseph was, was called to Pharaoh, um, Pharaoh responded to him. He said to Joseph, I have had a dream and there is no one who can interpret it. I have heard it said of you that when you hear a dream you can interpret it. And instead of Joseph giving himself all the all the honor of it all, being like, "Yeah, yeah, that's 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 my gift. I I can, I can interpret dreams pretty well." Instead, and this is in forty one sixteen. If you want to read along here, Joseph answers Pharaoh and says, "It is not in me. God will give Pharaoh a favorable answer." Um, he he chose to. Give God the glory. Give God the honor, instead of saying it was Him, instead of instead of taking all the honor for it, that taking the gift that God gave Him, and taking the the glory of it all. He still gives glory to God. So, so I, I call, I challenge all of us, and I I, I want to see us all grow in faith and uh, grow as as better followers, and you know. And to be more understanding and 
and knowledgeable of our own lives and like Paul tells us to test our own test ourselves test our own faith I I, I ask you guys too along with me to to really look into your relationships the places you're at like not all of us want to be in the working situations we're in not all of us want to be around the people we're stuck around um whether even places that could be even at home life if you want to leave there too and no matter where you are in life try look into your look into your everyday everyday being and and choose the highest level of integrity and after this I challenge you to to look over past circumstances even yet today yesterday the past week month and uh See where you could where you can improve on these things, and even and pray pray on it, and talk to God about it, because He'll show you, He'll reveal more than you can imagine about where in your life you need to be more choose integrity over over your own emotions. Um, Jesus, like like I said in the beginning, His commandment of us was you know to love God and love one another, and part of being part of love is to be patient it's to be kind it's to be slow to anger it's it's all about mercy and that's something that we all need to every day talk to God about if you're not I encourage you to pray about this stuff right when you wake up talk to God and and ask him for this and ask him to show you in your life to 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 give you areas in your life where to to reveal to you where you need to grow and where you need to stop choosing to put how you feel first instead choosing the integrity, the highest level of integrity and upping your attitude um, so that it could change things for not only you, for the people around you and it could even open up to opportunity for God to bless you on an even greater scale. Um, so with that being said, let let it, let integrity not be or let let the obstacles in your life not be something that that's going to stop you from making it somewhere let it not be the roadblock um i know a lot of us have a lot of us look at things that get in our way that we didn't we we all tend to be walking so good we're in a we're, we're walking really great things aren't things aren't really being uh, aren't really getting in our way um, they're not dragging us down, but then when something comes, we instantly like, oh, well, I guess that, that door's shut. Oh, I, I guess that road's blocked. I can't take that path. Let it instead, instead, let these, let the obstacles thrown our way. Let us choose, choose to be, uh, choose, choose integrity in these situations. Choose God, choose Jesus, choose the, the word that, that is strapped on our, on our belts and, uh, to, to allow God to, to move you, to work in you, and and to bring you into a place where you're going to be more successful, where you're going to be more, um, more of like authority in that kind of place. You're going to be more blessed in that place. You're going to be more grateful than you could ever imagine when you choose the, this in your everyday life. I'm not saying that tomorrow go to work and choose integrity and God's going to take you after work and, and put you in the land of milk and honey. But it's an everyday choice. And the more we choose it, the more we're going to start seeing the blessings roll out.
we're gonna be more aware of it we're gonna our eyes are gonna be open to it um, so so I encourage all of you along with me to really examine our lives every day and really really let the Holy Spirit convict us don't don't just shut them and and put them to the side but take into account the word that that God gives you on and the conviction he gives you and leave his yeses his yeses and his noes his noes and stop twisting them making his noes yeses and his yeses noes um, to better suit what you want to you want to feel what you want to deal with even when you don't think you're strong enough to deal with it you, you our our strength comes from comes from Christ and he will he will be there for you to to be your firm foundation to push you through all situations, even when it comes to dealing with that negative coworker that none of us want to deal with. Um, so I, I'll pray for, I'm praying for all of you. I hope you guys pray for me too, to, to continue giving um, honest messages and to give, to give better ones yet. I'm in the works of some more. It's been a while since I posted one. Um, I've been, been doing a lot of, a lot of personal stuff and a lot of personal uh, gathering for things so that I can start coming out with these more often. But uh, I hope to hope you guys enjoyed this one. I hope this can really leave a mark on your hearts, a mark on your minds, to really invoke and and really get the the ball rolling for change and for a, a higher level of faith, a, a greater faith than the faith you're at now.